Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with Meet Your Girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, Happy Fuck It Friday. We have made it, and I am so ecstatic about the weekend ahead. I tell you this at the end of each and every goddamn week, that I am exhausted, as I know that many of you are. The news, although, has not been all bad. There have been some catastrophic points, of course, because of our new hellscape, but there have also been some high points, both of which, funny enough, are coming out of Florida. So before I get into my round of fuckets, I actually do want to say that what I believe is happening, right, when you see that there is now a new mayor, Donna Deegan, uh, who was elected mayor of Jacksonville, Florida, which who the hell knew? is the most populous city in Florida. I thought it was Miami. Totally wrong. She was outspent by Republican rival Daniel Davis, uh, who was head of the Chamber of Commerce. She's outspent like by four points, like four to one. And she won. She's going to be the first Democratic mayor of Jacksonville. And I also believe the first woman ever, like in the history of this city. And so what is this signal for the Republican Party, for America? Because political scientists have referred to this city as being, quote unquote, ruby red, right? Meaning that it has been unpenetrable by the Democratic Party. And the fact is, Daniel Davis was backed by Ron DeSantis. And guess what? He fucking failed. So maybe this is a signal. Maybe this is a canary in the coal mine to warn us that if we actually run on the issues instead of away from them, 
if we talk about things like democracy and freedom and liberty, um, if we reclaim these words that we have ceded to the Republican Party, that maybe, just maybe, Democrats can make inroads. You see, I have often said, and you all know this who listen to this show, that sometimes I get into my moods where I'm like, fuck those red states. I don't want anything to do with them. Fuck their supermajority Republican nature. Fuck their bans on books and abortion and drag shows and trans people's existence. Um, don't patronize their whatever. But the reality is I have to remember, and this is my reminder to myself, as well as a reminder to all of you, that guess what? There are people, Democrats, who are on the ground in these places that are doing the hard fucking work, that are actually making the inroads, that are reaching people where they are, and that are not tossing up their hands and giving up on this city and state where they live. There are only a handful of people that have the economic capability to be able to leave their states, right? To go ahead and flee and literally become refugees, right? Of draconian policies that are putting their lives and the lives of their loved ones on the line. But for the majority of people, picking up your entire life what you've ever known, and being able to move across state lines or across the country or out of the country is out of the realm of possibility. So what then do we do? Do we just give up on whole states, whole cities, whole town? Do we give up on people? And this is a reminder with this win from Donna Deegan uh, down in Jacksonville, Florida, that you have to find a way to make a way out of no way. Because what the Republican Party wants us all to believe is that we are hopeless. We have no power. They have the will. They have the gavel in the Supreme Court and everywhere else. That they and them alone are going to determine who America is and what our future looks like. And in this moment, I am telling you, they are waking up people, this Republican Party and their anti-democratic ways and their love affair with autocracy, they are waking up generations of people that have been asleep or the younger generation that is saying, I'm not going to inherit this shit pile that you are trying to give me and tell me that it's my lot in life to carry and live inside of. They are saying no. And so just when we feel, folks, like we are being pushed to our breaking point, there are spots, whether it be here, right, in the area of Jacksonville, whether it be in, I believe it was Colorado Springs, if I'm not mistaken, yes, I am right, who just elected Yemi Mobolalade to become the next mayor of Colorado Springs. He is a Nigerian immigrant and has lived in Colorado Springs. This is the first elected black mayor ever. Mobile Aid is of Colorado Springs. And so what we are seeing, by the way, Colorado gave us Lauren Boebert, just saying, we are seeing people make a way out of no way. People turn the impossible into possibilities. And I want us to go into this fucking Friday not just wanting to, 
you know, raise a glass and rage and scream, which trust me, I am always fine to do. But we also have to reflect on wins when wins are made. We also have to understand that inroads are being made in these ruby red places. These places that are still experiencing their first black person, their first person of color, their first woman, their first queer person taking over the reins of electoral politics. And that is something that I want us to be able to celebrate on this Friday because it is important and it is an important signal for us to see as we move into this 2024 election cycle. That was the good news. I'm stretching and I am ready for this series, series of people that I am saying fuck it to on this Friday. And as always, dear friends, if you are a patron, DM me or comment under this and tell me who you are saying fuck it to. Hit me up in Twitter. I'm still there at D2Cents and tell me who you are saying fuck it to at D2Cents, D-E-E-T-W-O-C-E. C-E-N-T-S, you think I can spell. It's been a long week. Um, And it's the same on Instagram. So let me start off with one of my favorite fuck it people. The person I love to say fuck it to the most. And actually, there's a tie this week, but we'll start there anyway. Which is Marjorie Taylor fucking green. So this fool has found herself holding a press conference, right? Uh, where she is introducing impeachment articles for Representative Jamal Bowman, who is a representative from New York. He has been on this program and was on uh, when he would, had just won his seat. And let me tell you this. Marjorie Taylor Greene ain't nothing but a lying, grifting lover, QAnon listening to, white supremacist, child harasser, piece of crap that I have ever seen. The fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is a representative of Congress should be an embarrassment to everyone in Congress, right? That should actually be a bipartisan thought because this woman had the audacity, right, to hold a press event after her and Representative Jamal Bowman had a back and forth out on Capitol Hill. And they had a back and forth because which was videotape and has been shared around the place. Um because Jamal Bowman is not taking the bullshit anymore and is not going to allow his Republican colleagues to continue to ruin the lives of American people to push anti-democratic pieces of legislation to hold people in Congress who should, in fact, be expelled, looking at you, George Santos. And so in this exchange, Jamal Bowman is saying to her, save the country, save your party, do what's right, pass, right? Sensible gun reform, do what's right, expel George Santos from office. And they're having this big back and forth. Never once does Jamal Bowman encircle her, as she has said, uh, there was no quote-unquote mob. There was no uh, touching. There was no breach of personal space except by Marjorie Taylor Greene, who had her hand in Jamal Bowman's face the entire time. 
she took to her presser to say that she felt that his physical appearance was quote unquote aggressive and that she felt scared and threatened. Let me pause and ask you, where have you all heard that phrase before? Maybe it comes out of the mouth of every single white police officer that uses excessive force and police brutality to either kill an unarmed black person or to severely harm them, right? Maybe you've heard it, you know, offered up by the woman who most recently died, who I will tell you, Emmett Till's case, and that's where I'm going, I want to make sure that I get her name right because it is very important uh, for me to express this woman because I want people to remember her. She got to live a long life. So Carolyn Bryant Donham. Carolyn Bryant Donham was the white woman who lied about Emmett Till whistling at her, right? And threatened and 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 taken aback and and scared. She went home and goes and spread this lie. And then Emmett Till is beaten to death, lynched and tortured. And his murder, because of his mother sharing the brutality of what white supremacy and violence does to black bodies, was one of the sparks of the civil rights movement. So I say that Marjorie Taylor Greene's lie which was thankfully vindicated by multiple angles and video that show that she is a fucking liar with regard to feeling threatened by Jamal Bowman, falls in line of a whole host of white women that have used that very same fucking dangerous lie, right, to harm black people, knowingly so. Right. It's not like, oh, I say this and I don't know what's going to happen. You fucking know exactly what is going to happen. And then you want to feign, right, innocence, which is what hundreds of white women, if not thousands of white women have been able to do as they enable white supremacy and patriarchy in this country and continue to do. So I was just so fucking taken aback because I said to myself, so not this Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that she feels threatened, not the Marjorie Taylor Greene that ran around the Capitol building before she was an elected official harassing then teenager child David Hogg, who had just experienced a school shooting where he watched his friends and his teachers be gunned down, right? Not that same woman who was feeling threatened that then told that same young man that she's following him around that she had a gun in her purse. Not the same Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that she feels threatened that has had restraining orders placed against her from her her colleagues, because she has been finding herself harassing them and following them around the Capitol and into elevators, right? Not that same woman. So miss me with your fucking bullshit, Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
and using the same tropes and the same fucking stereotypes about black men and about black people that have found us meeting early, early deaths at the hands of white supremacists like you. And also, also, let me double down and say this, that Marjorie Taylor Greene said she takes great offense to being called a white supremacist and that to her being referred to as a white supremacist as Jamal Bowman rightfully did is akin to being called the n-word which should never be done bitch miss me with your fucking lies because I'm pretty sure that has come out of your mouth as you shake hands with and share stage with pronounced white supremacists who are not afraid to say that they use the n-word right that let me tell you something. You probably have songs that you sing, right? When you think that you are all alone, just dripping in the N-word. There is no equivalence because if it walks like a white supremacist and talks like a white supremacist and legislates like a white supremacist, it's a white supremacist. And that is you, okay? So that is my first fuck it on this fuck it Friday. Fuck it to Marjorie Taylor Greene. You are a fucking embarrassment. And Republicans should be embarrassed, but only people with shame can be embarrassed. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Coming up next on my list of fuckets is, oh, oh my, 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 Elon Musk. 
Elon Musk. And you will probably say to yourself, well, which which thing do you want to say fuck it to, Danielle? Because when it comes to Elon Musk, there are just so many fucking choices. Well, Elon Musk found himself uh, most recently sitting down in an interview uh, with CNBC's David Faber. And in this interview, Elon Musk said that, quote, working from home is morally wrong. I'm sorry, what? Having the ability to be able to do your job from home is morally wrong. And get this, he says it's because service workers still have to show up. Do you know what's morally wrong? Being a greedy fucking multi-billionaire that has made their fortune on the backs of black and brown people. Why do I say that? Oh, I don't know. Because Elon Musk's family owned emerald mines in South Africa. Who do you think was doing the mining of those gems that Elon Musk was known to carry around in his pocket? I'm certain, right, that you would just call those black folks that did that work in those mines as just, you know, unpaid labor, right? Maybe I would call them enslaved. Maybe I would call them beaten down and oppressed and probably paid pennies on the dollar so that those would be your initial investments into the steps and the hierarchy of becoming a billionaire, right? Don't talk to us. Don't lecture the public from your fucking throne about what it means to be morally wrong. The racial wealth gap in this country is morally wrong. The class gap in this country, the economic gap of the haves and the have-nots is morally fucking wrong. The fact that you could be a billionaire with hundreds of billions of dollars to your name while there are people that are literally begging for food and shelter on a subway and then get choked out because of it is morally fucking wrong. Do not lecture us, Elon Musk, a man who, by the way, is at the helm of, I believe, three different companies stepping down from Twitter because you should have never been there in the fucking first place. If Congress had labeled it as a public utility, then you wouldn't have been able to destroy the global town square in the way that you have. I digress. But I'm sorry, sir. Do you find yourself in all three of those office buildings at the same fucking time? Or are you remote working so that you can manage them, but always only remote work for the ultra wealthy while the peasants are forced to go into work? Because you see the thing that we recognize during the horrific pandemic that we have all been traumatized from and still don't discuss is that society didn't collapse because people were forced to work from home during a global health pandemic. Capitalism didn't crumble. Because people had the ability to, what, tend to their children, cook dinner, do laundry, get outdoors, and live outside of a cubicle. No, the world pressed on. So you are just full of shit. And please, fucking mainstream media, can we stop asking the ultra-wealthy about what they think that the rest of us should be doing? 
please let us stop doing that. Let me stop asking the ultra wealthy that were born with silver and platinum fucking spoons in their mouth. What the rest of us who are actually working from the ground up to build a life of dignity and respect and to be able to live some sort, some version of the American dream. Let's stop using these people who are so fucking greedy as our models for success and morality. I do not need a lecture or a lesson on morality from Elon fucking Musk. So for that, on this good, good Friday, I say fuck it to Elon Musk. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. And rounding up my week of fuck it. And folks, there are just so many people in so many ways and so many things. But top of mind again is Chris Licht, the CEO of CNN, who most recently in a Variety article said that it is important, it is necessary to showcase both sides of an issue. And I got to tell you, that Chris Licht, one, is just straightly full of shit, which we all know, right? That Chris Licht doesn't care 
about news. He doesn't care about, oh, I don't know. What is that thing? Democracy. He doesn't care about creating an educated citizenry. He cares about money, right? Like, that's what he cares about. And so when he says these things, and Madi Hassan, I was trying to find the tweet that he sent out, which I thought was just so good because he was like, so we need to show both sides of every issue. So election deniers, they should be given a platform. Those that are against democracy, they should be given a platform. Climate deniers should be given a platform. Anti-Semites then should be given a platform. Clearly, we give platforms to transphobes because we don't actually give a fuck about trans people in this country. So every issue, dear Chris Lick, does not deserve both sides, right? But I see that you are chasing that Fox viewer and the place that it got you two days following Donald Trump's town hall, which didn't bring in the big, big numbers in the four and five million that you were hoping for to be able to ride in that 2016 numbers and ratings again, it fell flat. Not only did it fall flat on that night and you were highly ridiculed, which is why you were on an apology tour right now, but your numbers fell even further. You were rivaling Newsmax that following Friday after your town hall with Donald Trump. And just so you know, your promotion of Caitlin Collins, who I just became hip to, who got her start as an entertainment correspondent for the right-wing fascist white supremacist network, The Daily Caller, is also not going to be your claim to fame. I believe in boycotts. I am boycotting CNN. I will not put that program on in my house, on my phone, on my computer. Fuck them, in all honesty. Because I'm not going to contribute to the mainstreaming of white supremacy, which my co-host on Democracy is Washahat Ali and I get into this week as well. So you should check out that episode. But boy, oh boy. From Marjorie Taylor Greene to Elon Musk to Chris Licht, white supremacy knows no bounds this week, right? The fuckery knows no bounds. But I will tell you that I started out the show with good news, and I got to say, and I want to end it that way today, which is that people are more woke than ever before, right? The decision this week by the North Carolina Republican supermajority to override the democratically elected governor's veto on their abortion ban, you might have just helped turn North Carolina blue. So pay attention to what is happening in these little pockets and corners of the country where the electorate is fighting back. One vote, one election at a time. You've been put on notice. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF as always. Power to the people and to all the people. Power, get woke, and stay woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. 
celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 